Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Scotty Mills after his 20th Western Sage finish in 2019. How are you, Scotty? I'm tired, but I'm ecstatic with the ability to have completed the race in, the, in a time that, quite honestly, was one of my better for my age. Yeah. Yeah, so. You trained your ass off for this. Uh, yeah. I can say from afar. The, la the last two years did not go well for me at the finishing this race. A uh, lot of back issues and leaning, so I kind of committed myself this year, to, since it was number 20, to say, I, I need to do this right. And one of the things that I was able to do, I passed off the San Diego 100 RD ship to mm -hmm. two new co-directors, and, and that allowed me much more time to focus on training. And especially in May and June. when Yeah, when you need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And not only like your, mile, like your your running training was great, but you did... Finally, like that, you've started adding more stuff into your training. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things I've learned with older age is you can't just do it on running. You need to incorporate um, other things. And for me, what really worked well, probably from January through June, was a combination of yoga, going to a gym in a, in a fitness thing called Orange Theory, um, more stretching, uh, some weights, and kind of trying to not necessarily focus on high, high mileage, but trying to incorporate training that trains my whole body. You did a lot of really impressive long runs. Yeah, too. yeah, <laughs> but but slow slow ones, mm -hmm. you know, not trying to race hard, but slow. Now, when did you realize, maybe not incorporate later, but when did you realize that you really did need to start to include beyond running as part of your running? Uh, based on my finishes in 2017 and 18, yeah. which... You know, I finished, but they did not go well. And anybody who saw me would attest to that. They and, did not go and well. you probably weren't happy. No, the fact no. Of that, like, yeah, you it finished, was, but. It was kind of embarrassing because you don't want to finish a race where you're kind of falling down or leaning. And, you know, the, the president of the Western States Board, who does the announcing, made it real apparent to everybody that I was uh, leaning to the right, leaning to the left. And so, anyway. I chuckle a little bit only because I was with you for your first yeah. listing experience yeah that's right what year was that 2006 yeah so it you know i didn't lean a lot from 2006 until 2012 but yeah um you and i finished that year and yeah great picture of you but a terrible picture of me because i was i was leaning <laughs> it's made badly. a few uh western states programs I yeah think. yeah <laughs> who do i blame you me yeah right okay. now. thank you um so we've been talking a little bit about the last couple years but this has been a 37 year journey yeah my first western states was 1982 and um then it took me 20 years uh to get my 10th buckle mm -hmm. um so 10 10 buckles took me 20 years and then the next 10 buckles took me another 17 years yeah. and that's due to the fact that it's so difficult to get in the race yeah. you know with the lottery and i mean like there was there's some long stretches where you just didn't get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially the last couple of years, this is the last time I actually had a finish and got in the race was 2012. Mm -hmm. And that, well, no, that's not true. I got in 13, and that was my only DNF in 2013. The same thing. I went out at mile 90. So It's interesting. You mentioned that. Like I, Over this last week, and I thought about like one of the regrets I've had in ultra running is you and me not teaming up again in 2013. <laughs> And and getting to that finish, you're too fast. I didn't finish that year. Well, <laughs> now you're too fast. Well, for sure. yeah. anyway. So what have you seen evolve over these? Presumably, you had a race before Western States. Or was it? 
Did you have a well? Uh, I, I you had to have a qualifier in 1981 mm -hmm. to qual uh, qualify for the 1982, and all it was was one 50 miler. Yeah. So my first ultra was uh, American River 50 in 1981, and uh, the first year I had a very respectable time, 21 29. Mm -hmm. Ironically, 10 years later, when I had my 10th belt buckle, my time was almost identical. It was 21 22. So. From the tenth buckle through the twentieth, though my times slipped radically. <laughs> I would say more like fifteenth to twentieth, because honestly, yeah. you were in that twenty-first place to early thirties for fifteen or so finishes here. Yeah, yeah. It's but I think what's really evolved not only how difficult it is to get in the race, but the quality of the runners. Mm -hmm. Today's event at Western States is quite honestly hard to get your arms around the, the performance levels of these uh, young elites. Um, it's really, it's amazing. I just can't even get, understand how they can run that fast. Yeah. So it's all relative, I'm sure. But the sport has really changed from not only the popularity, but the performance levels. How did you ever hear about an ultramarathon or Western States in particular? It's an interesting story. Um, I lived in Sacramento at the time I was in the Air Force. And everyone said, oh, you should go up to Auburn. Every Saturday or Sunday, there's a group up there doing trail runs, training for Western States. So a good friend of mine, Cheryl Summers, and I went up to uh, Michigan Bluff. And sure enough, there were people up there. And we went on a run with a guy named Tom Zabertink. He was one of the first people to get like seven buckles in the very early years. And he kind of mentored us into it. And we fell in love with the sport even before I ran the first year. You know, mm -hmm. So that was kind of the beginning. So about... I can't believe I can actually say it, but about 17 years ago, I remember you going for your 10. Right. And I believe around that time, there was a, I'm going to do 10 and be done. Yeah. And I remember a couple times of late hearing, I'm going to do 20 Western States. Yeah. And I'm done. Well. And then, and then. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know, I, I love this sport and, and I, I need to, my wife, Jean, um, you know, Less she, <laughs> yeah, she's been so supportive and yeah. understanding because she knows I love this sport. She knows I have a passion for it and it's hard on her. Anybody yeah. who's crude or crude for someone they love, it's a crewing stands for cranky runners, endless waiting. And Jean's been there for every one of my hundreds. And yeah. so she's kind of like, this is it. Right. And I said, well, it is for now. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Well, that's gotta be hard too. Cause like the, it's different for a crew to see a runner struggling with some stomach issues or some blistering yeah, yeah. as opposed to like the last couple years. Not this year so much, but the previous year's concern. Yeah, my crew this year, and I have wonderful friends who have been with me, several of them over all 17, uh, 37 years. Um, they were all extremely excited with the finish this year because I was upright, I finished strong, I had a good time. And that's, you know, that's makes them happy too because they don't like to see yeah. friends struggle now on the on the flip side of that is you know to be able to be an inspiration to everybody to show what's what's humanly possible what, are you 68 right now yeah i mean and you finished four hours under the cutoff right and and had a solid race yeah, yeah. like it, do you ever think about the fact that you can inspire people at, at 68 now but at 70 at 72 73 whatever to to show that this is possible Sure. You know, I, I and my wife, I say one thing, but uh, 
Yeah, I, I do. I do. Um, I think what I get the most pleasure out of in this sport is mentoring people, setting an example that you can do this with, with commitment and, and, uh, you know, you know, this was all I do. The sport is characterized by the friendships that you, you create in, in the event. And, and that for me will still be the most special thing about, about ultra running and specifically Western states. Now on the flip side of the, the, being the inspiration and, and maybe doing some more Western states or other hundreds. The flip side is so people get, so few people get to run this. I'm yeah. sure you've thought about that. I Absolutely. Have, yeah. It's a real, it's, it's really sad for me because you want to motivate and encourage people to do this. But the reality of the situation is it's very difficult for some of the more popular races like hard rock and Western states for people to get in. So, you know, it's kind of a double edged sword from that yeah. perspective. Right. So. I know in the past you've done that Western States Hard Rock Double, and unfortunately, I think Jeannie's talked you out of that. Yeah, but yeah. you still have that kind of decisions to make in, in future years. Yeah, I do want to get. I've got nine Hard Rocks, so I want to get one more. Yeah. That will be the end of it for Hard Rock. But you know, and I even told the people here at Western States, uh, I love coming out to this event, whether I'm running it or not, and helping. And all the years that I did not get in Western States, I was at this event helping out or you know, in some capacity. Helping out heckling a little bit of... Well, <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you have a favorite memory or two from all your your years here? Um, I have several great memories. I, I If I had to characterize one, uh, it was probably as much as anything else when you and I finished together. We met up at mile 30. You were having a rough day, and I said, "Come on, Brian, let's let's run this in together." And, and we did. We spent seventy miles, and unfortunately, at the end, you looked great, and I I was leaning. But that was after we both had back and forth. Or there were we each had our highs and lows, and I remember picking up our pacers at that race. Yeah, yeah. And when we picked up our pacers, we both said, "Get in the back," because you and I had already had like yeah. well it's, five it's, hours of running together, and like as as you recall. You were running towards the end much better than me, uh, and I implored you to go on and finish, but you had no part of it, and, and yeah. that was a great friendship memory, too. Uh, so. That was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations thank on you, 20 finishes, Scott. Thank you so much for all you do for the sport. Well, thank you. Like, we're, we're probably both going to end up crying. <laughs> I mean, I was telling somebody that's going to interview you, and like, that you've been a, such an ultra metro to me, and they're like, he is to everybody. And like, you put on a bunch of races, you've done all these different things for the community, but like, on an individual basis, you have mentored, if you were to look around this tent today, yeah. Yeah. countless people. Well, you know, th that is as much for me as it is for others, because I get a lot of gratification. It reflects back, yeah, for absolutely. sure. But, so. All right. Well, thank you. Nice talking to you. Yeah. Um,